Are you working out? Well, I'm not going to get into this. No? Oh, I have man. some weights. You want me to say it again? Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to use that in the opening. I do own weights in my home. I own them. <laughs> I own weights. You are, you, are, you are slowly turned into Charles Barkley, man. You're turning into <laughs> your favorite NBA player of all time. Just oh, man. All right. Welcome to the Sports Gods Pick Show. We got Ace... Ant, who owns some weights, and Malik. <sighs> What's going on, man? How y'all doing? What's going on, Ant? I'm doing great. All right. Just a little extra work on the side of why we're doing this at the same time, but we're doing good. All right. What you working on? Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. All right, folks. All business. Uh, we got 11 games this Friday because they're making up one between the Jazz and the Pacers. It's getting played at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So that should make it interesting. And the late game is the Mavericks hosting the Knicks. So we're going to get to talk a little bit more about kneecaps Porzingis towards the end of this. Dre, kneecaps. Come on. Wait, that three o'clock game, that's going to be three o'clock Eastern? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So that's going to be early in the morning where they at then. Are they going to be playing in Utah? In Utah. 12 o'clock in the afternoon. But I mean, you know, they just got Wi Fi in Utah. So they're not used to all this. So look at this. <laughs> Surprised they got Don't lights hear you. have the away games, huh? It's like Don't uh, hear you. You know we got like some Wrigley Field. They got to play all day games. No, we don't. <laughs> they don't even know how to download this. Wow. Anyways, shout out to uh, my, one of my favorite retired guards, Vernon Maxwell, for putting me onto the Utah slander. I appreciate it. Your Twitter feed is amazing, sir. <laughs> um, and oh, Marcus Aldridge. That was kind of surprising, considering we were just talking about him adding to the uh, Brooklyn Nets and their championship hopes. So they are now down another center. So sorry for him. I really, yeah, kind of serious situation dealing with the blood clots. Or I'm sorry, not blood clots, a regular heartbeat. Yeah. Kind of Apparently wild. he's been dealing with it for a long time. You know, it's not been, it's not a new, it's not a new phenomenon for him. Um, just, I guess, a most recent scare, you know, really just gave him the perspective that he needed to recognize that he really needs to, you know, take stock in what's going on and uh, put his health first, you know, rather than chasing that, chasing that ring. I think Um, this was going to be his last year regardless. And unfortunately he just didn't get to go to the playoffs with him. Yeah. Which, I mean, do you still give him a ring? if If you win, I mean, he played like I mean, he played like less than five games, right? So I I, I understand yeah. if it's a no, but mm. you know, that was intense. The intent was to come there and to be part of that championship run if if it did happen, and I could see them doing it because of the situation. You know, I say give him an option to turning it down, like they did with Anderson Varejao, like when the um he played half the season with um Cleveland, with Cleveland, yeah, and then they traded him to Golden State, yeah. And then both teams made the finals, and they were like, no matter who wins, he gets to get a ring if he wants one. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he turned it down when the Cavs won on Kyrie's shot. And I was like, that's crazy. I would have taken that ring, man. I would have taken a ring. ring too. But then again, I never, you know, played an NBA game. So because it's not like he, it's also not like he really played in that finals. So it's not like he would treat. It's not like you were trying to beat Cleveland and they beat you and they'll give you a ring just because you know. And that, that's a, that's a little bit of an asshole move, but you didn't actually play in the games, <laughs> so it's okay. You you didn't really factor into the into the decision uh, anyway. He played so. like I don't know. He played like five six minutes a game. He was playing in the playoffs, probably not as much in the finals. That's true. Yeah, that's does it make he count? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know what the it's kind of weird how that rules. If you play more than half the season with a team, then technically you're entitled to the rank. But right. nobody thought that you know they were going to lose because they were seven to three and nine teams. So. Right. You know, that's why Bron's the GOAT and Kyrie's, uh, you know, a flat earther. But anyways, <laughs> yo, shout out to him for somehow having a job where they pay you $28 million a year and then also getting to take a week off from work. So that's that's a finesse move if I've ever seen one. I mean, at I, his leisure, too. You know, I'm here like... for that. 
I need to learn how to do that at my job. I need a raise, and I'm gonna need a week off, just cause. <laughs> so I'm not hating on the move. I'm just like, I'm just like, how are they letting you do this? It's really more. Mind- I'm just surprised. Because Brooklyn is all in on this championship. Whatever they have to do to get this championship, they are willing to do. I'm, whatever I'm, it takes. Whatever, literally, whatever it takes. They are willing to sell souls. I think souls are for sale, basically, is what I'm saying. So what if we come to find out, like, he, he pulled a Rodman and, like, he left the country, took a COVID test, took a private jet somewhere, and then, like, came back after, like, you know, man, I just got to get out of here. And, like, he flew, he flies to the Bahamas or something. I don't know. And then just flies back. We find out when Kevin Durant's doing his uh, documentary on him, like, in, like, 15, 20 years. That would be, I mean, it would be hilarious. It's, it's actually interesting that you said the Bahamas because I did run into Kyrie Irving in the Bahamas. This was, was <laughs> seven years ago, six or seven years ago. Did you really? Ago. I did. He was in, he was at Atlantis, the Atlantis uh, Resort. And I was Y'all, there with my family. Y'all were at the same spot. We were the same exact resort. And he, he walked on a different level or something like a different well, he was, higher he was, floor or something. He was on a higher floor, but you know, the lobby is a lobby, right? So in order That's to like true. get to where you need to go, he's got to come downstairs at some point. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm happy to just see him. Yeah, happened to see him walking. He was on he was in Cleveland at the time. So, you know, happened to see him walking through the, you know, through the thing and people were like waving to him and he was waving back and stuff like that. And I was like, oh shoot, it's Kyrie Irving. So it's just interesting that you said Bahamas, because yeah. He clearly likes it there. He might have so. been. He might have been back like, yo. <laughs> he might have gone back. I need to some coral. Get my <laughs> mind right. Um, but yeah. It's, it's, it's a good life. It's a good life to have. Hey, man. You're, I ain't going to hate. You like, know, I, top I level basketball player. Yeah. And maybe he needed. I don't know. He's dealing with a lot of injuries. All right. So first up, we got the Jazz hosting the Indiana Pacers. This is a game that was canceled, I believe, about a week ago. The Pacers have Karis LeVert back, who was crushing it for them, but they are getting nine and a half points, which shows how little faith the NBA has in them. And they're going to go play in Utah, who is undefeated almost at home. It's very hard to beat there. And with the way that Rudy Gobert is playing and the whole team in general, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jazz. The Pacers are kind of underperforming. Miles Turner has been hurt. And even when he does return, Rudy Gobert can outplay him by a lot. Still has a height advantage at seven foot two. Over under is two thirty five and a half. So I'm going to take. We're not really picking over and unders, but I would take the under on this, and I'm going to take the Jazz win by over a dozen. So I'm going to write that in right there. And you want to go next? Yeah, sure. I, I'm just going to say I take the Jazz too because you know I just don't like the paces because I'm a um, Nick fan. So I'm just going to pick the Jazz and go with Why that. Why would you not? Oh, but we always used to beat the Pacers. Like this is not. There's no rivalry no, there. No, every time I see the Pacers, all I can think of is just Reggie Miller. So him skinny, his little toothpick behind. You know, <laughs> I, I go back to that and they just hate them so much. I just want to pick against them just because. And it, it works for me so far. So I'm just going to go pick the Jazz. All right. That matches up with all your other logic. Yeah, my, <laughs> my logic works perfectly fine. I'm here for it. Malik. Um. It's funny that you said Reggie Miller, yeah, because now when I think of Reggie Miller, all I can think of is those Wendy's commercials that he does now um, <laughs> around March Madness. And now, like, he's never leaving Wendy's because of their butter, their new butter chicken sandwich or whatever the hell that thing is, mm-hmm. um, which his skinny behind, you know, he don't eat none of that shit. OK, <laughs> you know, Reggie Miller eats nothing, none of that stuff or else. Or he's found if, like, whatever way he's found to stay skinny. He needs to bottle that up and sell it because, you know, clearly the rest of the world needs that. Uh, if you're you eating say, breakfast at Wendy's, you need to get your life together. <laughs> so I'm just saying that as a friend to anyone. Well, I, 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 I would say, I would say, I would say, if the choice is Wendy's or Taco Bell for breakfast, then you do, then you, then you do Wendy's. If those are your only two choices, eat, eat then, nothing. then Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, if you got to choose between those, I definitely eat a Wendy's. Right? You got Taco Bell, you're gonna be in the bathroom all day. Yeah, nobody. I, when I heard Taco Bell made breakfast, I was that. It had that hit a new new low point in my my uh, in my life. Breakfast burrito uh, that makes perfect sense to me. Breakfast burrito. No, no. You really, you really want to get you really want that that sausage burrito from from when, from Taco Bell? No, nothing. I don't even know what's in there. Taco meat. I don't want to know what the hell's in there. Sausage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please. Oh. All right. Um. So the jazz. 
Um, this is going to be my first lock of the week. I'm going to lock it in. I know the spread is pretty high, but go ahead and lock it in just to give some numbers for the, for the people who actually want us to give some statistics around our, around our picks. Uh, the Jazz currently are 20 and 8 against the spread at home. Uh, Indy is 15 and 14 against the spread on the road. So even though it, so Indy has uh, at least a covered 50-50 chance of covering. A 50-50 chance of covering. Um, but the Jazz have, again, like you said, not only owned their home court, but they've owned the spread on their home court. 20 and 8 is a pretty damn good record. The Jazz also um, have the best record in the West, and the Pacers are ninth in the East. Exactly. To point out how good they are against competition. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and so Indiana right now is just not – you know, they're not on the same level as Utah is. And you expect, you're going to expect go expect a good big night from Gobert. I think it'd be an interesting matchup to watch Miles Turner and Rudy Gobert go at it. Um, but I still expect uh, Donovan Mitchell and the rest of that jazz squad um, to <clears throat> have, have their way with the, with the, with the Pacers and uh, take care of business there. So give me the jazz and I will take the over on this one. Um but I'll take the jazz, jazz, and give the points and best bet. All right. Wait, wait, so, so something was wrong with me shaking my magical, um, my magic eight ball and stuff like that, giving my picks. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I okay. just figure at least, I just figure at the very <laughs> least, people people want a little bit of a little bit of data around the picks that we make. Maybe that that will work sometime. You know, or maybe at least around my picks. Maybe they just like your, <laughs> they like your, uh, you know, th- throw throw you know throw a dart at it and. Uh, well, really, it's make just it, been make inconsistency. Your it's just it been works. inconsistency with the Pacers. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just the fact that the Pacers, they should be better than what they are because, I mean, I, I know they went a lot of the season without Karis LeVert, but he's been back for about two weeks now. And they still don't have a groove. They've won four out of the last five. And, and they don't have a bad team. Yeah, you know, but like, they are two games under 500, and the Knicks are two games above 500. Right. You know, so that's telling me a lot. And I like the Knicks, but – if you told me at the beginning of the season we had a better record than the Pacers right now, I'd be shocked. But the Jazz did just lose to the Washington Wizards, so anything can happen. But I still think at home they're gonna they're probably gonna beat them by a dozen. Yeah. Agreed. Even though it is at a noon game. So yeah. Moving on, we got a regular seven o'clock game, the Thunder on the road at the Pistons, giving seven to the Pistons. Um, oh, the spread in this one. I'm sorry, the spread in this one has changed wildly. It is now minus two. Is that right? That sounds about more accurate. Okay. Wow, that's a big jump. Wasn't it like seven? No, yeah, it was seven. That the line opened at seven, but the Thunder have gotten bed down to minus two. So the, the Thunder are giving two points to the Pistons. With that being said, I got to see if this all really dependent on whether Shy Gilgis Alexander is going to play for them. So. I'm going to make the assumption that, well, they just lost to the Thunder by a million uh, two days ago. Shy's still looking like he's not going to play. He's got right foot plantar fasciitis. And I'm going to go with the Pistons uh, underdogs. Give me Pistons plus two here. I'm going to go with the Thunder in this one. I don't know about the Pistons. Isn't the Pistons supposed to be trying to shoot for the number one pick? Yes, they are, and they are effectively there because I believe they have the worst record in the league because Minnesota's won a couple games. The Pistons are 16 and 39. Uh, uh, I thought the Pacers were No, they have the second worst record. Yeah, second worst. It's the most of 14 wins. And, and I, I, I kind of doubt that the players are doing it on purpose and stuff like that, but still, I'm going to take the Thunder in this one. Come on now. There's another beatdown. All right. Malik. Yeah, give me OKC as well here. Um, I'll give the two points. Uh, Detroit's without Jeremy Grant, who is their best. Who is their best player? Yes, um, both teams are without their best player. Yeah, and so if you're if you're you know just just if you're just marking talent here, I think that the OKC Thunder have been a better overall team. They're like I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Like they have tried their best to put their worst possible lineups out there on the floor. And even those worst possible lineups are competitive enough to get them wins that they should not be winning. Um and yeah. so this is one of those games where you know it's just bad against bad and maybe it's a slug fest because because neither team, you know, 
both teams want to play hard because you got guys playing for jobs and neither team knows how to lose effectively. So um, I will take OKC to, you know, lose less effectively than Detroit and, and, and cover that two points. Well, I'll say this. The Detroit Pistons have a better big man in, uh, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, in Miles Plumley. Um, they've won four <laughs> out of their last 10 games. The Thunder have won one out of their last 10. So the Pistons are actually playing better as of recently. So I'm going to take them getting two points on their home court. That's, that's the only reason why I got to take them. That's just my logic right there. I mean, okay. OKC just lost by 38 points to the, yeah. to the Warriors. Like 38 yeah, but, points they just yeah, lost by. Steph played and uh, Draymond At had home. a triple-double. At home. Yeah, you but know. it's the Warriors. They, they should lose. Okay, and, and, and Detroit just came off of a two-gamer against the Clippers, so where they lost uh, first by seven and then again by two uh, against the Clippers, who were not playing Kawhi or Paul George in that game. So uh, it's possible that I, – I, I think this is going to be a close game. Both teams suck. And neither team knows how to, neither team, you know, knows how to lose properly. So they'll so take the over at it's going, 217. Yeah, it's just going to be a game where somebody's just going to win by a three-pointer late, late in the game. It's going to be exciting as all hell. Yeah, both teams are just really bad. Very entertaining game. Both teams yeah. suck, but hey, they'll know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is a league pass uh, watch right here. Next up, we got the Pelicans at the Wizards. The Wizards are getting one point at home even though the Pelicans just lost the other day to the Knicks. Um, I am leaning towards the Wizards because they seem to be trying to make a push to get into the playoffs. At the very least, they're going to get into the playoff. Uh, they're going to get into the play-in games. And whether or not they are able to play themselves in, I don't know. But I just have no faith, no faith right now in the Pelicans. And whenever I seem to pick against them, it seems to be pretty solid. Um both teams are five and five in their last 10 games. It's just that the Pelicans are, you know, going in the wrong direction. The Wizards have won their last two. The Pelicans lost one and one in their last two. So with the win actually over the Jazz and the Kings on the road and them going back home, I think, I think the Wizards are going to be able to pull this one off. So give me the Wiz and Russ for another 20-point triple-double. Now, if it was the Washington, if it was the Washington Bullets, I'll pick them. But no, I'm still not picking the Washington Wizards on this. I'm never going to pick those guys. I'm going to pick on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are going to win this. And I'm going to take the Phoenix on this one too. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make the Wizards my first lock of the week. Thank you, man, for making me more confident in my pick. Okay, so I'm going to make the Pelicans my lock of the week just because. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. This is, the, this is going to be the lock of the week right here. We're going to match up. We're going to find out next week what's going to happen when we have another podcast. Well, we're all going to know, but we're going to bring this back next week. But there's no way the Wizards are winning this. Now, like I said, if there was the there was the um, Washington Bullets, yeah, those guys could play. Long time exactly. ago, those guys could play. Washington Wizards, no. They're going to lose this one. Oh, and speaking of last week, me and Anthony tied going four and five, and Malik won the week going five and four. Yeah, we're going to break that tie this week. <laughs> but my best bets were 3-0, and oh, and their best bets were 1-2. and two. So i just like to point that out. Ooh, challenge. Just Throwing saying. the gauntlet down. Just saying. So if Malik <laughs> loses that first one, we all lost because we all picked the Jazz, but I'm just saying. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pick the Pelicans here. Um. <clears throat> I think there is a I think one of the things that's going to be interesting. So I, I did watch them play against uh, against the Knicks and lose that game. I watched them, you know, crumble pretty much towards the end of that game. Um, defensively, they leave a lot to be desired. They don't defend very well, which is surprising for a Stan Van Gundy coach team. Um, and offensively, so much of the offense runs through Zion that it's actually pretty tough. And because he doesn't have – he's not yet shown an ability to consistently hit three, hit the three-point shot, you know, when the game gets tight towards the end and, you know, things collapse, he's not capable of uh, – you know, he's not capable of extending, extending the defense and his facilitation, you know, hits a hits – a, hits a, it's a dead point because the rest of the guys around him aren't scoring. So um, <clears throat> with the exception of Ingram, Ingram's doing well. I'm picking them because Lonzo Ball is coming back. 
and Lonzo Ball is likely going to change things for change things for Stan Van Gundy's team in a way that's going to make them a little bit more versatile and a little bit more um, capable of running the offense through somebody else and allowing allowing Zion to be more explosive in the low block. Um, there's nobody in the Wizards team that can stop him, that can defend him at, at, at any real level. I can I see Brandon Ingram having a pretty good game here, um, and the was then the Pelicans being able to offset the performance that uh, Bradley Beal and <clears throat> Russell Westbrook put together. So I think it'll be closer. Um, I think the spread is is actually pretty pretty good there. But I'll go ahead and take the Pelicans to win. And I believe this game is on. Is this game on the road? They're on the road, it, right? It's yeah, in Washington. Well, yeah, they're they're in, yeah they're in DC. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's interesting that they're giving points on the road, having been such an up and down team all season, but I'll take it. Um, give me the Pelicans and let's give the two points you said. Yeah. No, one point. The Wizards are getting one. Yeah. So yeah, give me the Pelicans plus the uh, minus the one. I'll take all it. All right. Next up, we got the Sixers hosting the Clippers. I think they were resting Kawhi and also Paul George. Just be ready for this game. Mm-hmm. Both of these teams are number two in their conference. Clippers thirty nine and eighteen. The Sixers thirty eight and seventeen. Um, Sixers are giving two points to the Clippers, and I'm going to take the Sixers because Joel Embiid is playing amazing, and with the fact that this came off a big win over the Nets and KD and Kyrie both played. Um, the way Tobias Harris has been playing is pretty dominant. Ben Simmons has found his role, and they have enough shooting now to get past most teams. And Vivica Zubac is really going to have a tough time holding down Joel Embiid. And he's really trying to win this MVP, and it's a regular season award, and he's going to show why he's the best center in the league. So I'm going to take the Sixers as my second lock of the week. Um, I know this is going to be a big game. This is definitely going to be on ESPN. It's going to be the first early game. So give me the Sixers as my second lock, minus the two. I'm just going to go the opposite direction on this one because it doesn't feel right to me. I'm going to go with the Clippers on this one. I think the Clippers are going to win this one and make this my second lock of the week on this one. And also a revenge game for uh, Doc Rivers for calling all of them dudes sorry and uh, getting him fired in L.A. last year. So go ahead. What was that, Malik? Oh, sorry, Ann, go ahead. I don't, I don't think that, you know, just because you, you just call it, think of a revenge game is going to actually work out. The Clippers are still going to win this. Okay. And you believe that because why? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just my lock of the week. Same Clippers team that just lost to the Washington Wizards. You mean that Clippers team? Don't worry about it. They're going to win this one. All right. Fair enough. Go ahead, Malik. So <clears throat> Kawhi's missed the last three games uh-huh. um, with a foot injury. He may be back, but he is questionable for tomorrow's game against the, against the 76ers. Um, meanwhile, the 76ers are relatively healthy. They're only miss, the only person that's questionable for them that's of any real merit is Tobias Harris, and he's been playing. Um, I will correct you real quick, Ace. Kevin Durant did not play in that game against uh, between Brooklyn and the 76ers, so they just had Kyrie for that game. Um, Kevin, uh, Durant had played, Kevin Durant had played the night before in it. Minnesota, and so got he doesn't it. play on the back end of back-to-back, so... Um, so he didn't dress for that game. Um, but that said, um, you know, you're right. You are absolutely right. Joel Embiid has had in his last three games, he scored 26, 27, 36 and 39 points. He is absolutely destroying competition. And what, what, what the Clippers have to give him is not competition. Not at all. He is going to eat them alive. Serge Ibaka and, is still hurt, correct? Yeah, Serge Ibaka is out. He's going to be yeah. out, in this, out, out as well. Um, and yeah, he's going to, he's going to tear them up. He's going to tear them up. If Kawhi doesn't play, that's even, that's even worse. Um, Paul George has been very, very good. This last few, the last few, few games, he's been, he's been lights out over 30 points a game, uh, in his last, in his last five, I believe. And so, you know, and you have a, a bit of a chance there because Paul George could just go off and have a really good game. But I really, I think that the combination of, Embiid, Simmons, and Harris, and the rest of that the rest of that roster is going to hold for it. Philly's also very good at home, um, ha- and have been for the last two years. So, no reason to believe that they won't uh, hold it down here. And 
I'll take Philly. What's the what's the what's the line again? Is it four? I believe four and a half. No, minus two. Oh yeah, so it's just two points. I'll take Philly, uh, and I'll give the two. All right. Moving on, we got the Toronto slash Tampa Bay Raptors hosting the Orlando Magic. This is an in-state Florida matchup here. Toronto Raptors are giving two points to the Magic. Oh, it was the Magic who pulled off a recent win that kind of shocked me. The Magic beat the Bulls the other day, and the Raptors beat the Spurs. So I kind of don't really know who to pick in this one, and this is a game that I wouldn't pick normally unless I really had to. The over-under for this one is 223.5, which is kind of like the default over-under spread because teams have been averaging about 110 points a game each. And I'm going to go with the Raptors on this one. I think they have the advantage just because of – I don't know if Kyle Lowry is going to play. I know that Kyle Lowry missed the last couple of games. Um, OG Anubi has been playing pretty well. They still got Pascal Siakam, who's better than any player on the Magic. So just on the strength of that, I'm going to go with the uh, Raptors and hope that Chris Boucher has another big game. Although Mo Bamba has been playing pretty well for the Magic as of late, he's finally getting a chance to start and has actually shown himself to be a pretty good three-point shooter. I'm going to go with the Raptors on this one. Go ahead, Ant. Give me the dinosaurs. I mean, the Raptors on this one. I'm definitely going to take them on this. I do not like them. Oh, the Magic never liked them at all. But definitely give, them the, give me the Raptors on this one. I'm definitely going to take them, and I'm going to take the points. All right. Malik. Uh, what's the spread of this one again? Two and a half. Two and a half to the Magic? Give, giving yeah. to the Magic? Magic at two and a half. Yeah. I'm going to take Orlando. Um, I'm going to take Orlando here. And my, my main reason is just listen to, the, listen to the injuries that Toronto is currently dealing with. Um, Kyle Lowry is out. Mm-hmm. He's, going to be, he's, he's going to be out for rest in this Him game. and Van Vliet, yeah. Van Vliet is out. Siakam is out. Siakam's out? He's not hurt. And OG and Anobi are, are, are both going to be out as well and be, be, be giving rest days. So Siakam played on Wednesday. He did, but he's, be, he's being given a rest day for tonight uh, or Friday's game. So this team is so, trying to tank. Is Gary Trent going to play? Gary or? Trent is listed as doubtful. You know what? I'm going to have to change my pick. That's, that's a fair point. Orlando is going to be Orlando is Orlando was playing against the college team basically. I don't I, they're, uh, they're playing they're playing against the B team here on, on Toronto. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with Orlando and I'm going to make them a lock uh, especially no respect for Rodney points. Hood and OG Mubi and Yuta Watanabe? Well, Ananobi is out, too. I did say Ananobi is out. Oh, Ananobi. So it's just going to be Aaron Baines, Kem Birch. And so it's, they got three centers and three <laughs> forwards. Who's going to play point guard for them? <laughs> Even Gary. Yeah, Gary Trent is doubtful. So the, the guy they got back from uh So they're calling up dudes from players, their G League team. Players. to come I was about play. to say, are they calling yeah. G League players? How do this they have is... enough players to play? Is this game actually going to go off? It, it, it looks like it is. All um, right. So I, for that reason and that reason alone... If you're going to, you're going to have that many people out of the Toronto Raptors lineup, and you're going to give me points. I'll take the points. Give me Orlando, much as I can't stand them. Give them to me. Fair enough. I'm switching my no, I just, picks I to the Magic. I, I, I can't stand Orlando, so I'm not going. Right. To, I'm not switching. I know what's wrong with y'all. I'm I'm totally fine with Orlando, the the biggest little city in the world, the <laughs> team right there, the uh, Magic Kingdom. I'll take them. I just, I I just no you know. I just didn't like, I, I, you know, I, I haven't liked Orlando since they couldn't get it done against Houston. Oh, you're talking about with uh, Dwight Howard? No, against the Rockets. I'm talking about 1995. She's going back to 1995. Yes, man. That that was a team that that was a team that I got behind. You know, I mean, the Knicks, the, you know, the Knicks were out of it. They, they the Knicks, the Knicks were in. The, this was the year that you know Jordan and the Bulls. I was I was very happy you know, that uh, I was, the Magic I was, swept the Bulls. I was I was really yeah I was really pulling for them that year. Everybody and, seems to forget that Shaq beat Jordan straight up in the playoffs. He gets no credit for that. Right, right. As I said I, I was pulling for them that year because you know the Knicks had just lost to the Rockets in '94. So of course I hated the Rockets. Right, you hated the Rockets. Didn't want the Rockets to win anything again. And Orlando looked really good, and Penny was a great player. And Shaq was on his on the rise, so you just you just knew like let's roll with the young cats to go beat these old dudes, and they got not only did they get beaten, they got swept. Them free throws. It was some free throws. They got swept. From, uh, free throws from Nick. <laughs> from Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. I couldn't remember. His they last got name. swept yeah. and never and never went back again. You know. Um, so, yeah. 
watch that 30 for 30 that that orlando magic 30 for 30. i think it was like the the best that never was or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know what it's called the shack and penny joint yeah know. the shack and penny one it was really really interesting if you get a chance to watch that yeah man all right moving on we got the nets going to the charlotte hornets the nets are giving 13 oh no, the nets are hosting the charlotte hornets giving 13 and a half the hornets are even at 27 and 27 and the Nets now have the best, second best record on the East, or tied for it at thirty-seven and eighteen. Um, I gotta see who's gonna play. I don't know if Durant's gonna play in this one, but if he does, being as Gordon Hayward is still hurt, I'm gonna have to go with the. I'm gonna go with the Nets. Kyrie's gonna play. Gordon Hayward's not gonna play. Um, they've been getting a lot of good offense out of. What's his name again? Not Devontae Graham. Out of Terry Rozier, but I don't know. Everybody's kind of been playing through injuries. Malik Monk is kind of out for a while. Gordon Hayward's been out for a while. P.J. Washington's been out. So they don't really have much in terms of a center that can counteract like one of the next few weak spots. But if Durant and Kyrie can both play, they're going to light them up in this one. And even Joe Harris might go off for a few. So I would take the over, which is 223 or 227 and a half. 223 and a half. Give me the Nets. I think they can beat them by 15. They're going to beat them by a ton. So give me the Nets on this one. I'm surprised you didn't say New Jersey Nets or something like that. Well, they still the Jersey Nets. I got no respect for them. I can see. I'm looking at. I'm looking Don't at. Remember. Um, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the spreadsheet right now. They're the only team that we have here listed with the lowercase n. Everybody mm-hmm. else has a they respect of capital. Capital right. letter. I don't even capitalize their name. That's yeah, right. you didn't capitalize their name. That's how much mm-hmm. you respect you. Don't give them. But give me Brooklyn <laughs> this one. Brooklyn's going to take this one. I'm going to definitely take the um, – looking at the spread over here, definitely give me Brooklyn on this one. I'm going with, going with the um, team where Kevin Durant is going to play, in my opinion. My sources say so. He's going to be playing. So give me, give, me the, give me Brooklyn. Give me the Nets on this one. Your, your sources? Yes, you I have sources here. Now. Yes, I have sources. <laughs> that's, that's great. You have sauces. Sauces or sources? Sources. Gotcha. Go ahead, Malik. So the last, I'm just looking at their numbers now. One, two, three, four, five times Brooklyn has been a double-digit favorite. They have not covered the spread. That's the last five times. Now, in contrast. Wait a second. That's not true because they covered the spread against um, Minnesota. They didn't didn't cover against, no, I said when they were double-digit favorites. They were seven-and-a-half-point favorites against Minnesota. Fair enough. So. They were double-digit favorites against – I'm just looking at their last few games. They were double-digit favorites against Detroit, uh, Orlando, Minnesota, Houston, and the Lakers, and they didn't cover any of those games. They lost, actually. A, they, they lost the Laker game. Um, but the last three games that they won, and the last time they played Charlotte, they beat them by 22. Um, they were two. They were two and a half point favorite in that game, and they beat them by twenty two. And if I'm not mistaken, that game was without Kevin Durant. So, um, <clears throat> you know, getting Kevin Durant back and getting him back at a at you know whatever level of full strength he's going to be at. I mean, he's going to be. He's not going to be hindered by any minutes restrictions since he was able to rest against Philadelphia. Um, I just I don't think there's any reason to believe that Charlotte is going to make this uh, a game for them, um, and they should run them off the floor. The last three games that they have won, I'm sorry, three of the last four games that they have won, uh, they've won by 22, 28, and 30. So when Brooklyn has been winning, they've been winning big. Uh, so expect them to do the same coming off of that loss to Philadelphia. So give me the Nets, and I'm going to lock this one in. My second lock of the week. Uh, give me the Nets, and I will give the 13 and a half points. All right. Moving on, we got the Memphis Grizzlies going to Chicago. The Grizzlies are getting four points on the road. Just on the strength of that, um, I'm going to take the Bulls as a home underdog. They've been playing really well as of late. They just haven't been getting a lot of wins. They have been covering spreads, though. So, well, they did lose to the Magic at home, which is kind of surprising. Um, but I am going to go, I am going to go with the Bulls here. The last, uh, game that the Bulls won was against the, hmm, the last game that the Bulls weekend won was on the road at the Toronto Raptors and they've dropped four straight. And I think they're going to avenge some of these losses and get that ship righted. So give me the Bulls plus four, uh, another game where Zach Levine is going to go off and actually close out. I don't think the Grizzlies have it. They seem to be losing games late down the stretch. 
And even though they have a really good center in Valis Yunus, Vucevic is going to have something for him. I think the Bulls are going to be able to pull this one out. So give me the Bulls plus four. It's going to be five straight. Give me the Grizzlies on this one. I, I would just have to go the opposite on this. Um, yeah, just give me the Grizzlies on this because I kind of don't like the Bulls. Never have, never will. I'm just going to go with that. It works for me. It worked last week, I think. All right. Go yeah, just give me the Grizz. Uh, actually, it did not work last for you last week. I just want you to know that uh, the Grizzlies did win and the Grizzlies did cover. Okay. Oh, the, the, we weren't pick. No, I'm sorry. The Knicks beat the Grizzlies last week. Wait, wait. Who the Bulls lose to? The Bulls didn't play last week. The Knicks beat the Grizzlies last week. But yeah, but I picked the Knicks last week. <laughs> Fair enough. Man. Good, good, Malik. No major injuries for the for the for the Grizzlies in this one. <laughs> But I will note that uh, Zach Levine is scheduled to not – he is not going to be playing. He's, he's going through the NBA's health and safety protocols, so he's actually going to be out what? Um, for this game. There's actually no uh, – it doesn't look like there's any timetable for his return, so he's not going to be playing in this game. I don't know if that changes your pick at all. No, nope, um, I'm sticking with it. Marketing uh, can carry. Yeah, I mean the rest of them, the rest, the rest of the team is 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 pretty healthy. I just think the Bulls are just an, they're they're a weird they're a weird pick right now because they obviously should be better than they are. If Levine was there with Vucevic, I mean they made that big trade for Vucevic. They have not yet, you know, uh, saw seen any real dividends coming out of that trade. Maybe it's a trade that they're making for next year, um, hoping that they're able to, you know, <clears throat> put it all together in a in a season. Um, but yeah, so for right now, it doesn't look like the Bulls have much to, much to go off of. And Memphis is still playing for some level of a playoff spot if they can, if they can possibly muster one together. So I'll take Memphis here. I'll give the four. Um, and hopefully unlike last week against the Knicks, they can actually hold a lead that they carry into the fourth quarter of the game. Enough. Memphis is okay. uh, the Bulls West. jersey. No, I'm wearing a St. John's Felipe Lopez jersey. Okay, just making sure. I thought that's why the reason why you were picking the Bulls. But anyway. Oh, no. Oh, no. Never a Bulls fan. Don't even own a pair of Jays. That's how much of a Bulls fan I'm not. Uh, next up, we got the Nuggets at the Rockets. The Rockets are getting, getting eight and a half, even with Jamal Murray and his unfortunate season-ending injury. Um, the Rockets have been playing pretty well. They're not coming off of a back-to-back. So I don't know. It's kind of been kind of shaky with whether or not um, John Wall has been playing for them. But whenever he's played, it's made a huge difference on whether or not they win or lose these games and also on covering the spreads. So I would check up on that as of late. But even with the Nuggets on the road, I'm going to have to go with the Nuggets covering this. They're 35 and 20. The Rockets are 14 and 41. They have won the fewest amount of games of any team in the NBA this season. Okay, 14 games, 14 wins, 41 losses. So give me – they're tied for the least amount of wins. Give me the Nuggets minus 8.5. I'm going to make this my uh, third lock of the week. I'm going to take the Nuggets minus 8.5. Go ahead, Ant. Okay, so I'm guessing this is where I'm supposed to say the Nuggets won before a long time ago and sometime before, but I think they're just going to win again and they're going to beat the Rockets on this one. Don't worry about it. You can just do, somebody can do their research on this one and actually see that the Nuggets actually beat the Rockets before. So I'm going to go with that and have <laughs> the Nuggets is going to win this one. And this is going to make my lock of the week as well. You agreeing with me doesn't make me feel any better about my pick. But <laughs> well, you pick the Nuggets too? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Nuggets because I don't yeah. know. John Wall has been playing and not playing. They did get Christian um, – what they did improve a little bit because Kelly Olenek actually has been playing pretty well for them. And Christian Wood has been playing and they've actually been getting some good minutes out of them. Eric Gordon wasn't able to be traded at the end of the season. I don't even think they're going to buy him out. So he hasn't really been contributing. The last game he played was March 11th. So really it's kind of dependent on whether John Wall plays or not because their backup point guard is DJ Augustine. Although mm-hmm. Kevin Porter Jr. has been playing really well, but when he was out and also Christian Wood were out, they really had no shot at winning games. If they were both not playing, the spread will probably go up to like 14 or 15 points. So that's why I'm leaning in on the Nuggets here. Go ahead, Malik. Well, I kind of swore that the Nuggets actually won, beat the Rockets before, so that's the only oh, reason I'm picking up. They've probably beaten the Rockets every single time. It's whether or not they could beat them by a dozen. Whether or not they could beat them by nine or more. 
And I think they are. That's I'm gonna yeah. put my point. I'm gonna put the points on there. Put that as my lock. Fair enough. Go ahead, Malik. So this is the second game for Denver uh, after the Jamal Murray injury. Uh, they played Miami uh, yesterday, and they won that game by 17. Um, so they were able to stop a much better Miami Heat team, which is better than much much better team than the Houston Rockets. They were able to beat them by 17 without their second best player in uh, in Jamal Murray, who is going to be out for the rest of the season with his ACL tear. Um, <clears throat> Houston has lost four straight. They are six and 20. I'm sorry. They're 12 and 16 uh, against the spread on the road. Uh, Denver's not much better. Denver is 13 and 16 against the spread at home this year. So they, they've not been a very good home uh, home cover. And so I would probably be staying away from this game as much as I possibly can. Denver's in, um, Denver's in Houston, by the way. I'm sorry. Denver's in Houston. So Denver, I'm sorry. So Denver is, so that's even better because Houston is six and 21 against the spread at home. <laughs> Denver's a, and Denver's 14 to 12 against the spread on the road. So Denver's a little bit better at covering spreads on the road um, than they are at home. And Houston is just abysmal every, everywhere, everywhere you look at. So pretty much, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm going to go ahead and pick Denver uh, here and go and roll with you guys here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making this my best bet just because of how uh, fickle Denver has been at covering spreads this thus far this season, looking at their, their home road splits. So I'm not going to make this my best bet, but I'm going to go ahead and take Denver and figure that they'll be able to figure it, figure it out in some way um, better than they, each game, they'll probably get a little bit better at handling whatever they need to do uh, to make up for Jamal Murray's injury. So give me Denver. All right. Next up, we have the Miami Heat, and I believe they are visiting the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are tied for the or have the have the record for the most amount of losses in the season with 42, and tied for the least amount of wins with the Nuggets at 14. Yet somehow Miami is only giving six and a half on the road to the Timberwolves. I am trying to figure out how that is possible. I'm assuming either Jimmy Butler or someone else is not expected to play in this next game. Um, I know Oladipo is out. I know Jimmy Butler's dealing with an injury, but I'm not sure if he's not going to play. He's a sprained right ankle. And unfortunately, I think D'Angelo Russell is coming back and he's playing. He has been playing the past couple of games, although it's not affected a lot of the wins. D'Angelo Russell is playing. Carl Anthony Towns is healthy, as is the rookie who's been crushing it the past couple of games, Anthony Edwards. So just given that, I think the Timberwolves are going to cover this game at home. They're going to keep it close, but somehow still lose. So give me the T-Wolves on the road. Give me the T-Wolves at home to cover. Go ahead, Ant. Dang, I was going to pick the T-Wolves. Now I feel like I'm changing just because. Uh, too much too much good science going in, going against you? No, just that you picked them. It's just like giving me bad feelings, man. You know what? I think you just on the strength of that, I, th- I think you have to pick the Heat now. No, I'm not. I'm going to stick with the tip. I'm going to stick with my 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 prediction here. I'm, my extensive research and everything like that, and stick it to the pros. My insider of the knowledge, my sources, and everything like that. So I'm going to go with. I'm going to stick with the Timberwolves on this one. I'm sorry, I can't go. I can't go away with it. Makes sense to me. All right. Oh believe. man, I can't believe I'm agreeing with you. No major injuries for uh, for Miami. Victor Oladipo is just questionable in this game, uh, so he may or may not play. He's still been dealing with the right knee injury. Um, Towns is actually questionable, but it looks like he's going to be playing. Um, he'll most likely be playing. Um, he has a personal matter. Um, so he's not injured uh, per se, but he's dealing with a personal uh, issue. Um, so he may or may not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully he's able to to come out there and play. This game's in Minnesota, and so because of that, uh, because of all of the you know the insanity that's been going on there, um, yeah. sport has been uh, to for, for good reason. Sport has been the least of anybody's concern in the city of Minnesota nowadays. Um, with the case with the the, the George Floyd case uh, going on, as well as now the Dante Wright shooting uh, that occurred earlier this week. So yeah. um, 
And unfortunately, it's not like they have a team that can help, you know, people always think sports is the remedy for, you know, all these bad things happening out in the world. They don't even have a team that's actually good enough to keep them from thinking about it. Um, Baseball uh, on any kind of a run. We don't know how the Twins are going to be this year. Yeah, nobody cares about baseball until October. So, uh, and so, you know, uh, with all of that being said, I'm going to go ahead and roll with Miami here. Um, I mentioned earlier, Miami's coming off that 17-point loss at Denver. Um, and so they should be smarting a little bit because of that. Miami's still the third, still ranked third on in, in defense in the NBA um, in, in offensive points per game. Uh, I believe they're, they're somewhere towards the top in defensive rating as well. So this is just a really good defensive team that has trouble scoring the basketball. Um, they remind me a lot of the Knicks, um, you know, when you watch them play. Um, and But this is the type of game that they should win. Uh, they should win, and they should win a relatively, a relatively good game, relatively close game, because this is also a bit of a re- revenge game for Jimmy Butler. Um, he gets to come home. He gets to come back there and, uh, you know, put it to those kids again. So I'm going to go ahead and take the heat uh, to make things difficult for Minnesota. And if I have to do it, this will be my third lock of the week. I'll take the Miami Heat, lock them in, and give the four and a half points. Malik, you had, were the Sixers one of your locks of the week or no? I had the Sixers, the Nets, the Nets, no, and, and not now, the Nuggets. Sorry, right, take that not the Nuggets. Yeah, and now the Heat. Got yeah. it. Book it. All right. So we got the Trailblazers going to visit Anthony's hometown, San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs are getting one and a half points at home and are on the brink of not making the playoffs for the second time in a row. Twenty-six and twenty-seven on the season. The Spurs are thirty-one and twenty-three. Spurs need this win to get back into the back so they don't have to go back into the playoff game, playing games again, because they're number six in the league in the West, and they're one game ahead of the Dallas Mavericks. So I'm going to take the Spurs on this one to win. I'm going to take them. Sorry, not the Spurs. I'm going to take the Trailblazers on this one to win this one. I think they're going to win soundly. And if I didn't already make my already three locks of the week with the Nuggets, I would have made this one another lock of the week. That's how confident I am in the Trailblazers. Give me the Blazers on the road to cover. Get in. Well, I was speaking to my neighbor about this, and he he was going with you with this, with Portland. He was uh-huh. saying take Portland and don't even take the points and stuff like that. But I'm going to go the opposite on this one. The Spurs is going to win this one. And the reason why is because I need free coffee tomorrow. Oh, well, that'll be Saturday. So I get free coffee at the Bolero every time the Spurs win. So <laughs> I'm going to go with that. And the Spurs is going to win this one. Do you, have to, a lot. do you have to buy something to get a free coffee or you just have to go in there and say Spurs won and then you get a free coffee? Yeah, Spurs won and you just walk in there and get free coffee. That's really it. Is That's it a small coffee? Is it at least a large coffee? Yeah, it's just it's a normal, regular-sized coffee. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that, that actually only happens during the, just making that as an um, intro to the joke, but that usually happens during the playoffs, what the Spurs is going to be in. So the Spurs are going to win this game. Mm, not according to their record. They're not going to No, win. we got to bring the city back. Oh, Interestingly, okay. they are they're at the 10th seed, so they, they got a shot. They're right ahead they of do. New Orleans. They do. Um, and I, I don't know if this was going on when you were still living in New York, um, but I guess over the last three years, um, Dunkin' Donuts has offered a, a co- coffee for $1 on the Monday after either, the, either a Jets or a Giants victory. So whenever they get a they lot of win, those last year, huh? they get a lot of those. They get a lot of those dollar coffees. Did not, did, definitely did not last season. <laughs> Made a lot of money last um, year every Monday. But in particular, in particular, you know, I used I would pull for one of those two teams. So the same reason why you're pulling for San Antonio, like I would pull for the Jets and Giants to win a game just so I get coffee for a dollar on Monday. It was oh, very important to wow. me. Um, I don't know if they do them. They. they it's kind of on and off. So last year they did it. The year, I think they wait until they know that both teams are going to be bad, and then they know. <laughs> so they're going to do it again this season, you're saying. They, they don't do it Money. on the years when the team is really expect, expected to be really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and take Portland as well. Look, Portland, I watched that game against Boston two nights ago, and Portland, they should have won that game. Um, they, yeah. they, played, they played well. Um, but Boston just hit one more shot than them and, and won that game. Portland's a really good team that seems to just not um, – they, 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 they're putting it together. They seem to not – you know, they, they, can't, they can't win the games that are, like, right in their grasps, um, but they're putting it together slowly and surely. 
McCollum's back. Uh, Lillard's there. Um, <clears throat> the team is is at relatively full strength in terms of health 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 concerns, and it seems like they're just starting to work Norman Powell and who they just acquired from Toronto at the the trade deadline. So um, I think this team is ramping up and and getting better as they go. And so I'm going to go ahead and take them to 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 beat San Antonio. Or unfortunately, that would mean that Anthony has to pay full price for his coffee at Valero. Um, so sorry, Ant. sorry, Ant. I, I I can't roll with you. I'm rooting for you. If they if they win, I won't be upset because it'll, it'll I'll know that it'll mean that my friend gets a free coffee, and that's great. And that's what's important. That's definitely important. Not the that's Blazers covering the spread. They're not in my parlay, so I'm I'm okay with them not I'm I'm okay with them not winning because oh, they won't man. be in my parlay. They're in my four game parlay. Y'all better cover this game. <laughs> um, Mavs at home facing New York Knicks. You know who I'm picking. The Knicks are getting plus five. They just beat um, – just got a big win over two teams. Nobody thought that they were going to beat. They just beat New Orleans. And then before that, they got the overtime win against Memphis by coming back at home. I think the Knicks are going to go on the road. They're going to give it to the Mavs. Luka Doncic just keeps pulling games out of his ass. Uh, this dude is hitting fallaways and, like, diving and hitting shots. It's just – he has this slow old man game, yet somehow he's only 22, 21 years old. Yeah. It is mind-boggling. Although his defense is horrendous, he has one of the worst defensive ratings in the NBA. I think the Knicks are going to want to go and prove a point and just give it to Porzingis. Um, y'all keep calling him kneecaps. I'll show <laughs> the man enough respect to at least call him by his last name correctly. Uh, shout out to Latvia. It's a place I've been to and I, well, my wife has been to and we you know enjoy and i actually do want to go there eventually so i'm not gonna talk bad about him publicly because i don't want to get attacked while i'm over there so it is what it is <laughs> he's like their national hero i think right now but the knicks are going to give him the business knicks plus five they're going to cover and win give me my knicks come on Ace. you know you know on well that quite caps is a good friend of the shows here he's supposed to send a ball to malik you know sign ball saying you know chris to have kneecaps or whatever on the on the ball you know, he's a very good friend. Unfortunately, he was, supposed to, he was supposed to be on the show a couple of weeks ago, but the show went off a little bit too long, so we had to, you know, reschedule it maybe sometime after the season. I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, shout-out to him, you know, on the side. You know, he's going to be – he's my extra shout-out to Christelle. But, you know, I already told him this I already told him this earlier. I'm going to have to predict against him. I'm going to have to go with the Knicks on this one. Kneecaps, I, I feel for you, but you know what? You're still a friend of the show. shout out to you again, but Knicks are going to win this. And I'm taking the points on this. You know, All right. if, any, if anybody uses the phrase kneecaps for Zingas outside of this show, I want my money. I want my credit. I want it. it's, it's trademarked. This is the name that I have coined him. I have now, I, I, I now feel so, I, I now feel very proud that I am now getting my friends to call him by said name. So he is now kneecaps for Zingas. If anybody calls him, and if anybody calls him that outside of this, I'm coming for your neck. So um, that said, you know I can't pick against the Knicks. I picked against the Knicks last week, and and they and they burned me here. Mm-hmm. Um, they've won four straight. To your point, Ace, they've won against the Lakers, the Pelicans, <clears throat> the Raptors, and Memphis over the last four games, uh, and the the couple of games they did. And they've actually covered their last seven. So they covered against Detroit. They covered they, they against They always Portland. play hard. Yeah. They've, they've covered their last seven games, which includes four, four consecutive wins. So the Knicks are playing, you know, great defensive basketball. They're keeping the games close. The games that they have lost, they've kept close, so they've been able to win. And the games – and, again, they've, they've, won, they've won some really interesting games that these people just didn't expect. So, yes uh, – uh, Doncic is capable of, you know, ripping our hearts out and hitting a late game three that gives them the win or something along those lines. But that does not. But but you know he can't score a five pointer. So uh, I'll go ahead and take the Knicks to cover the spread. Give me the five points, and um, <clears throat> and hopefully you know hopefully we're able to we're able to pull out another win and, and keep this keep this train running, and uh, and and you know push that winning streak to five. Two things for the Knicks. They, they can lose four in a row. They can win four in a row. With this four-game um, win streak, they push themselves from basically ninth spot back up all the way to sixth. Mm-hmm. If they win this game, it'll be their 30th win of the season, which will be the first time in 
I do want to say since like 2015, they've won more than 30 games in one season. Yeah. 2016, 2015 yep. was last in a short, in a short season, season too. Yeah. Yeah. So this would basically that's even more guarantee they have an above 500 record for the year. They can win this game. Right. I'd also like to point out the last time they played the Mavericks, they were at home. Randall shot five for 20. Bullock shot four for 10. Barrett shot three for 11. And Alec Burke shot six for 11. Who was the only bright spot on the game that year from the team that day. So I'm going to say the Knicks are going to have a better overall record. They're going to shoot a lot better. Randall's been tearing it up the past couple of games. The Knicks have had rest in between last game and this game. And even though they're traveling to Dallas, I think they should be able to. They were just in New Orleans, so they're already down there. So they already adjusted the time zone difference. So it really shouldn't be that much of an issue. So that's another reason. And also, I think the Knicks will fight and keep this game close because they really want to prove a point and show people that they're here for it. Yeah. Really need to see something from R.J. Barrett. He's been, he's been oddly, you know, inconsistent over the last four game, three three games. Uh, so just need to see him, him you know, um, <clears throat> you know, just get back to form and start start uh, start putting some points together because you know Randall still needs the help. Yes, and I want to circle back back to my Bulls pick. I don't care if uh, Zach Levine's not playing. I really don't. Nikola Vucevic, if he could get wins with the Orlando Magic before this and drag them to the playoffs two, three straight years in a row, he can drag the Bulls into the play-in games, and he can definitely take the Bulls over the Grizz. He couldn't beat the Magic last week. I know, but Jonas, <laughs> so yeah, the, the Magic wanted – I guess he took it easy on his old team. I don't know. <laughs> he was nice to them for trading him to a team that might actually win, and I like the fact the Bulls are actually trying to get good. The league is better when they're not sorry, much like when the Knicks aren't sorry. So – you know, good on them for actually trying to build a squad and go, you know what, we're going to win with this team right now. And it is what it is. And they got rid of Otto Porter, which was a mistake signing him. So I give it up to them and their GM actually trying to do some things to actually win a couple of games here. But that said, we got to the end of the games and we're going to do our shout outs. So, Anthony, who you got? All right. So shout outs to Aaron Donald. You know, gave the guy oh, a black on. eye and stuff like that. I can't wait to see you later on down the road as the undercard fighting Nate Robinson. Shout outs to you. <laughs> that was a that was a straight up devious black eye right there. Could, oh, if, if you could do that to him, just think what you could do to Nate Robinson. Shout outs to him on that. <laughs> oh man. Oh oh yeah. Also, shout outs to um Jets owner Woody Johnson. You know, he was trying to get into Twitter and stuff, trying to get fans into um Actually, you know, pick what type of picks would they would pick. You know what? It was really nice of him and everything. Shout outs to him. But you know what? He needs to stay out of it. Let the GM do his job. You know, stop trying to be Stephen Cohen or whatever. You know, you're not the Mets owner. You're not cool or whatever. Nobody cares about you. You know, just write checks and go away. Shout outs to him, though. Anyway. All right. Got shout outs? Yeah, I got, I got a whole. <laughs> I guess Aaron Donald kind of blew it away there. Aaron Donald <laughs> just had me. Aaron Donald just had me laughing. Oh, man. Um, what was I going to say? That kind of threw me off. <laughs> you know, shout out to LaMarcus Aldridge and your great career. Um, really enjoyed you, man. You were, you played, you had a great career in the NBA and I really thought you was going to make a difference this year. I was really going to enjoy watching you lose with the Nets in the playoffs, but unfortunately I won't get that joy. I'll just have to watch the Nets lose without you to my Knicks. Um, you know, we all have dreams and that's my dream this year. I just want to see the Knicks beat the Nets in the first round. That's all. Or maybe in the second round, when they play them after they win their uh, after they win in the second round, and that's end up in the second seed. Shout out to um, who was that comedian just now? Shout out to John Oliver. I really enjoyed your show last week. You are hilarious, sir, and keep up the good work. And shout out to Seth Myers for your looking back and all the jokes you've had on Matt Gates. I am enjoying this thoroughly nightly. You are killing it. And uh, shout out to my Chicago Bears for committed to uh, not having a good return game as usual by not re-signing Cordero Patterson. You guys never cease to amaze me as your commitment to tanking without tanking. You trade for a better quarterback and you go, you know, he doesn't need, he doesn't need run support. He doesn't need a good return game. We don't need Cordero Patterson. He made the Pro Bowl, but I mean, what's that? Why, why try to have a Pro Bowlers on our team? This is what it is. It's going to suspend it again anyway. We'll just draft somebody who can return it. So, yeah, shout-outs to you, Chicago Bears and Bears fans, for uh, just knowing, like, you know, what we're committed to. Shout-out to uh, Aaron Rodgers. He actually was a good Jeopardy host. Much respect. Much better than Dr. Oz, who everybody booed, which I actually enjoyed. 
So yeah, there's that. Go ahead, Malik. Hey, you took one of my shout outs. I was gonna I was gonna shout out to Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, I hate you for everything that you do with the Green Bay Packers, but you actually hosted chat. It's 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 interesting. It was fun to watch. Since since uh, Alex Trebek's passing, I you know I'm a huge Jeopardy fan. Always have watched Jeopardy. I've been watching Jeopardy since I was a kid. Um, and since Alex Trebek's passing, I have actually found it difficult to watch Jeopardy and watch the the hosts that were you know flood, flooding in um, <clears throat> to 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 do the show until Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's obviously not Trebek, but he put his own spin on things, and I love. Absolutely love uh, on the first day of his hosting, the 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 champion, whoever the champion was, didn't know the answer to Final Jeopardy, and so his response. I don't know if you saw this. His response. Yes, I did, uh, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. His response at the end of his his, his answer at the end of Final Jeopardy was, um, "Who wanted to kick the field goal?" Like <laughs> that, that was that was so great. petty for no reason. <laughs> It's really petty, and uh, you know, you know, Aaron just took it in stride. He he kind of smiled it off. You know, obviously he didn't uh, he didn't answer the question, but it was great. Uh, and then recently there was another uh, there was a, an actual uh, question. I'm sorry, an answer where the question was, "Who are the Green Bay Packers?" And um, nobody knew it. So he asks, he, you know, he, he, he pulled, the, pulled them, nobody answered. He's like, come on, guys, it's the Green Bay Packers. And then the next guy, the next, the next question uh, was about the Celtics, and somebody rang in and said the Celtics, and he was like, oh, you got that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? Aaron Rodgers, I'm here for it, man. Like, you know, his, his just like deadpan, you know, your brand of comedy that he can bring to it. If this is his next career when, he's, when it's all said and done, uh, go ahead and retire right now because I don't need you to be playing football anymore. Nobody needs you to be playing football. You're good. You won the MVP. You won Super Bowls. You're good. Just leave. Just, years just, old, bro. just leave. You're yeah, good. I want to match our division. I just I, I don't care. I he can go he can go play in another division if he wants to, but he doesn't see they, they, Green Bay doesn't seem to want to get rid of him. So he can host Green Bay's Jeopardy not going to get rid of thirty years. How many more years he got in the NFL? Like three, four. Times? Yeah, but exactly. Pull a Barry Sanders. Quit now, while you're ahead. You just won the MVP. Go out on a high note, man, and go go host Jeopardy. Um, to your point, Ace. Shout out to Lamarck with Aldridge. Great career. Um. I'm 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 a little sad about the fact that we gave you so much shit when you went to the Nets. If we, if, if that was completely unnecessary. We just we're just all assholes for doing that. Clearly, it's completely unnecessary now. Um, I so didn't I think he was adding to the team. I, I was the only person who was like, he's really gonna help. But they haven't talked no, about it for years. I, I didn't I didn't think he was either. But you know, you know, people just gave gave the Nets shit, gave him shit for uh, chasing a chasing a ring, and now he's not even gonna get a chance to do that. So. Um, but shout out to him for a great career. And Damian Lillard is right. I hope uh, Portland uh, retires his number. That would be nice. Um, and then final shout out um, to, I'll say actually two more shout outs. One, shout out to all the NFL teams and the NFL players who have decided to skip voluntary workouts this year. Uh, those voluntary in-person workouts, I think we're up to nine teams that have, where the players have all elected to not go to these voluntary workouts because yes, we still have a freaking pandemic going on here, okay? If they don't have to, these are voluntary for a reason. They probably don't ever want to go. They damn sure should not have to go. So shout it's out to them April. for exactly season don't start for another four months. Shout out to them for for using their their rights and and you know taking taking that opportunity and saying nope, I'm gonna stay stay my damn ass at home with my family, being safe and being healthy. They can work out at home. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I, I want to get one more shout out. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you go last, Malik. Shout yeah. out to Sage Rosenfels. Um, you were a mediocre quarterback at best, but the shots that you keep throwing at Brett Favre consistently on Twitter, <laughs> I'm here for it. Keep up the good work, sir. You're, I, I appreciate you and I follow you now. Go ahead. Um, and then my final shout out uh, is, is to Steph Curry. And now look, um, I think that we have, I think that we have gotten. Uh, so used to what Steph Curry does that we miss sometimes just how amazing this guy actually is. So tonight he actually had a 33-point game, 33 point game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. But last night, just one night ago, the man went 
for 42 points against Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes, it was the Oklahoma City Thunder. They stink. But let's put this into perspective. He shot 70% from the floor and 68% from the three-point line. Do you understand how difficult it is to shoot 68% from the free throw line for some people? This guy shot 68% from three. He went 11 of 16 from the three-point line. This is from over 23 feet away from the basket. That is freaking amazing. So every time you... Not one turnover the whole game. No, not one turnover. I mean, the guy, these are the types of things that, you know, we're just taking for granted. And I wanted to just take an opportunity to say shout out to him because we are never going to see this level of efficiency from this far away from the basket ever again. And so please, please, please enjoy it while it lasts, um, however long he can do this for. And my God, I wish you were a Nick. But shout out to you, man, for real. I also like to point out he was born, it says here, in Akron, Ohio, much yes, like LeBron was. James. Yeah. So maybe it's something in the water in Akron. They were born in the same hospital. They were are they, the same are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Something about that hospital. Yeah. Damn, I got to move to Akron and have a kid. <laughs> Shit. Winning lotto ticket right there. Word, really. All right, that's it, folks. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.